You're listening to Transform Squadron, the podcast of zonebase.org. This is the July 2019 edition of the show, and my name is Rob. Hi. You know, I mentioned that this was July, and it's actually July 1st as I'm recording this, 9.45 a.m. as I look at the clock right now. I am really looking forward to this weekend. This weekend is the July 4th holiday weekend, and I have a long holiday planned out. I very much need it. <laughs> I, uh, I work in a very, very fast-paced uh, work environment, and my industry is even more busy in the summer. You know, um, just having this nice little holiday break is exactly what I need, you know. July 4th, I'll be at my mother's house. I'll be at my mother's house. Uh, we'll be having a cookout for the holiday, and I bought plenty of fireworks to bring and shoot off at her place. I love, I, I'm from the South, so of course I love shooting fireworks. I don't like to hunt, I don't like to fish, I'm not interested in any of that. But man, you talk about shooting fireworks and watching wrestling, wrestling. I'm totally there for. I bought, I bought, uh, I'm not going to say a ton of fireworks, but I bought plenty in anticipation of the holiday. I've got a nice little selection of standard. You light them, they go, and you're like, ooh, that's pretty. And then I bought this one that I'm really excited for. It's a, uh, I got about 10 rounds of these cannonballs and a mortar to shoot them off from. And they'll shoot up presumably pretty high in the sky and make like a big poof. And wow, that's pretty. You know, that type of firework. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, there's not a lot of low, uh, overhanging trees in my mother's neighborhood. So I'm not worried about catching anything on fire. Though a lot of people like to fly drones in that area. So I'm worried about taking someone's drone out. I remember when my brother is there, he'll bring his and... We'll fly it around in the backyard, like, well, we'll go in the backyard and fly it however far up we we're at, and I'll look at the little screen like, wow, that's cool. And I can just imagine watching one of those things hit that thing and knock it out of the air. So if I knock your your drone out of the air, I'm totally sorry. But upload that video if you can, because you know it's going to be pretty cool looking. But also, Stranger Things Season 3 debuts this weekend on Netflix, and I'm super excited. Stranger Things is like my favorite show these days on TV. I was really put off that I had to wait over a year for Season 3. Um, that's just kind of the way these uh, cable or, I guess, Netflix shows work with seasons. They're not traditional the way they follow a schedule. But that still didn't mean I would rather have a new season sooner than later. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this. Um I've got a couple of those cans of Cokes that are branded with Stranger Things. I need to get a few more of those to drink while binging the season. They, they have them at your, I guess, local gas stations, grocery stores, whatever. What do you call those cans? The ones that cost a dollar that are pretty big. I think they're like 16 ounce as opposed to 12 ounce. Those things. They got those branded to look like a can of Coke from 1985. And on the opposite side is the Stranger Things logo. As well as there's a, a plethora of Stranger Things branded merchandise available available uh, at your local stores. And even some that aren't branded with Stranger Things were clearly riding off it a little. And that's okay. So I'm totally looking forward to this weekend getting some of that stuff as well as my cans of Coke and just partake in, in the new season with a lot of co-branded merchandise, just really hamming it up and living it up, having fun with it. You know, Stranger Things is a great show, and it kind of segues into the first thing I wanted to talk about. Summer is this, like, prelude to Halloween. I say it a lot. Other people say it, too. I say it a lot being that summer is a spooky season. Sure, it's bright. It's sunny. You're probably having a lot of cookouts and... Just really living up the, just that life in the air, you know, just really living it up. You're probably at the, at a pool or at a lake or a beach or something. But it's a spooky season, you know, like how many, how many slashing, slasher killer movies take place 
during summer, you know, Friday the 13th, sleepaway camp, the burning, other camp, summer camp themed slasher movies, you know. I don't know what you guys have experienced, but when I was a kid on summer break, there always seemed to be some sort of like Nightmare on Elm Street marathon or something during summer. You know, there's a lot of horror movie marathons on the summer. And, you know, it's kind of spooky in its own way. Just um, not just because Halloween's right around the corner and it's on your it's on your mind. It's on my mind all year, but it's probably on your mind, too, thinking, wow, it's just a few months away. But, um, you know, you, when you're a kid and or some of you guys that are kids and you got with your buddies at night and walk around. You know, if you're in a rural or the south or whatever type area, <clears throat> pardon me, you probably have a lot of open fields and woods and stuff you end up going through at night in the summer, just staying out with your friends. And at some point, you're going to get a little creeped out, you know. <laughs> it's just kind of natural. I remember, um, I don't know if this is a worldwide thing. I can't speak for you guys in... Um, I can't speak for you guys in other places of the world. I'm only really speaking of uh, where I'm at. But we have we have this tradition that happens a lot when you're a kid here in the South called snipe hunting. And snipe hunting um, happens more at, I think, summer camps or whatever. But you're going to get taken on it at some point in your life, depending on where you live. Like I said, a rural area or a place where you got a lot more open space or whatever and that's where a bunch of it's basically a prank a bunch of kids would take you out hunting for some for a snipe and a snipe if you google it up is a bird it's a type of bird but it would be it's like this creature it was like some sort of critter that only came out at night and you had to go out you'd all go out hunting for one and you depending on who you went with you get kind of you'd have like fur and sharp teeth and claws or all sorts of crazy things this is weird cryptid that doesn't really exist and you get let out to the woods and by the time you get to it like we're gonna run them out and you're gonna catch them some sort of version of that you you were gonna catch the snipe as he'd come running out to you and they'd go off to run the snipe out snipe out and they might have gave you some sort of call like you'd be standing in the woods like woo or something, making some sort of noise to draw the snipe or whatever. And they were going to run them out and you had like a pillowcase or a stick or whatever. And you're going to, you're going to be the one to catch them or corner them when they run them toward you. And then they just leave you. They'd leave you out in the middle of the woods by yourself. And at some point you'd just come back home or you'd realize you were abandoned or that you'd figure out what was going on. But man, while you're there by yourself, it got super creepy. You'd be hearing all sorts of noises and birds and what was that? What was that? Was that Bigfoot? What was it? That was me. That wasn't Bigfoot. What was that scary? Oh my god, what was that? I should have been better with my sound effects. I have this stupid fart machine. I got it five below by my chair that I was pushing buttons on to simulate monsters. <laughs> but summer's a spooky season, and it's like if you follow theme parks on social media or YouTube or whatever, even though they're focusing on all the cool summer stuff like the Independence Day and cool summer celebrations because it's like their big season of the year, you know, all of them are talking about the Halloween activities, you know, and Halloween. You know, I, I do a big, I do a whole lot of hoopla for Halloween on Zone Base. It usually starts around the middle of August. I uh, one year waited till the beginning of September, trying to my best just to not wear it out for others or whatever. That didn't work as the, immediately the year after I started back in the middle of August. My rule being the minute the stuff starts showing up at the stores, even in limited quantities, game on, you know. Well, now game on seems a little redundant because if you have an at-home store in your local area, they used to be called Garden Ridge. At some point, they renamed themselves. I don't know why. I still call it Garden Ridge. It's a better name to me. They don't really sell gardening things, though, so I guess that's why. But they already started putting their Halloween stuff out. Uh, around the middle of June, actually, my wife and I, 
we follow various Halloween tags on Instagram. Because if you're a fan of Halloween, if you enjoy the Halloween season the way we do, it's an all-year thing. You know, you <clears throat> pardon me. You enjoy the you know Christmas and Easter and all the other times of the year too. But Halloween's always in the back of your mind, you know. And like me, I'm keeping myself from going overboard just for so I can enjoy it full-heartedly during the season and not be not wear it out for myself, you know, or not to just basically not go overboard any more than I can help it. So it's like usually middle of August, Zone Base gets its Halloween makeover and all the posts start coming. I mean, there's regular Zone Base content, but there's Halloween stuff too. Yeah. If, if you follow the site, you know how it goes. Well, Like I said, I start in the middle of August because that's when the stuff really starts getting put out in stores. There might be a little something here or there, like a like a Hobby Lobby or a craft store. Because they always put stuff out early, you know. Because if you're making the wreaths and all this stuff, you need the stuff in summer to get started, you know. But but uh, Garden Ridge, or excuse me, At Home is a decorating store. Like they have stuff to decorate your house with. And they started. And so we find this on the tag on Instagram. And we go to our local one. And boy, did they have it. They, you know, they weren't completely full yet. They were just starting. And other people have been tagging and all that. Like, oh, no, no, Insta go, go to at home. Go to at home. And, you know, we went. And the first time we went, middle of June, it wasn't packed. But they had several aisles worth of Halloween stuff out. And this past weekend, we went back. And they had even more out. So we're, our plan is to go every couple of weeks and check it out, you know. Just to uh, watch it come in naturally. And it's, it's beautiful. They got some great stuff. Uh, I'm a fan of the skeleton animals stores have been doing in the recent years. You know, there's always the skeleton. Standard Halloween decoration. And at some point they start to do different animals. Like cats and dogs and bats. The bats are really cool. Tarantulas. Boy, they had a ton of them. They had a cool octopus I really liked. And um, they had a unicorn skull. They had unicorn skulls. They were like horse skulls with the unicorn horn in them. And they were colored in these cool pearlescent colors. They had a lot of dragon stuff. I mean, with I guess with Game of Thrones ending soon, it's a good time to kind of tack that stuff on. But there's a ton of dragon stuff. And that was neat looking. Really excited for it and chomping at the pit for it to finally get here. Speaking of monsters, I've mentioned them here before, and I'm going to mention them again. My pal, the God Beast. The God Beast is a artist with his own independent toy line called Kabuto Mushi. Now, he's done other stuff. He's done various Keshi and other things. His Kabuto Mushi line put up their newest wave. It would be last Friday as I'm recording this, June 28th. It was wave 32 of Kabuto Mushi figures. And he's practically sold out already. He's got a few left. He's got plenty of his older figures from past waves. He does a couple of series a year. Uh, so if you go to his store, there's a link on my site from the most recent post about him. Or if you just Google up God Beast, there it is, you know. He's got plenty of stuff there, and I encourage you to buy some. I don't get a cut or anything. I'm not saying this out of my own... <clears throat> excuse me. My own... Um, uh, selfish needs or anything. I'm just trying to share this cool stuff with you guys. Um, he has really cool stuff. He actually, when I first discovered the God Beast, he had did some original Battle Beasts. He had did, uh, there was a couple of Laser Beasts that were never released. And the uh, art of them and stuff was in some uh, various Transformers books. Well, he made those. And he did such a good job, I thought they were the real thing. And then I found out what they were. I was like, wow, that guy did a great job. And then later I discovered his Keshi figures and all sorts of stuff. And it was around then I discovered his Kabuto Mushi line. Fast fan of it. Fast fan of it. Um, they use the Glyos system for a joint system. So if you have any other Glyos-based toys, it's compatible. You know, So you can make your own builds and stuff like that. And while his current line... 
His, his current series is almost sold out. He had a great glow-in-the-dark batch. And then he had his cool moth-themed batch with wings. Looked really great. But his past series, he has several of those in the store. And I really recommend the Monster Serial set from Spring. He did a, a figure based on... He did like a chocolate, strawberry, and blueberry figure. They're scented. I really, really suggest those. I'm a big fan of Monster Serial, so that just kind of punched me right in the jaw in just pure awe of this cool designs you know the color sets so i really encourage you guys to check out god beast you know tell him i sent you you know i don't get anything from it but just so he knows hey zone base zone base fans and transform squadron listeners we're there for you man we dig what you do you know um another glios Compatible line. I've spoken up here. Spy Monkey Creations. They do Battle Tribes and Weaponeers of Monkai. They got a new Battle Tribes series. Um, I think it's this weekend for July 4th weekend popping up. It's a Golden Axe inspired series of Battle Tribes figures. And I really want some of those. I, those look really good. Um, I encourage you guys to check those out too. Just Google them. You know, Weaponeers of Monkai or Battle Tribes or. Maybe just spy monkey creations. I follow them on Instagram. Instagram's the it's my favorite social network, and it's really a good place to if you're into independent toys and whatnot. It's a really good way to follow them because almost all those guys are really in, in involved on Instagram, you know. So that's a really good way to keep up with this stuff. And you know, tell them I sent you too. Tell them you found out from Transform Squadron and Zone Base. You know, once again, I I don't have any ads. I don't have any type of thing or whatever um i fund it all out of my own pocket um i just want to encourage you guys to check out cool things and you know let them know hey the the zone base army is that what we're called <laughs> people who like zone base and what i do are totally into you you know we're all family you know but check those out really cool stuff um let me check my notes real quick. I had to check my notes real quick. I've actually had a lot of allergy problems as I've sat down to record this episode. You, you probably heard me coughing a minute or two earlier. I've had to pause the recording a few times. If you noticed a noticeable skip in the recording where I've had a little coughing fit there. You can probably hear I'm a little out of breath. I kind of can't help it. Uh, it's just, It's been rough. But... Another thing I really wanted to talk about was the Sega Genesis Mini. Oh my god. It's coming out mid-September. I thought it was the beginning of September. So I have... I have... Instead of two months to wait, I have two and a half months to wait for this thing to come out. No big deal, you know. I can't wait for this. And I know it's silly. You can go to any Target and buy the at-homes Sega classic console that they have i have one of the prior versions i got the portable one that my wife got me for valentine's day that i carry with me everywhere i got the i got one of the versions of the at-home consoles um actually i got a portable master system and game gear one they did as well um i love sega <laughs> um if you don't like at-homes that's fine i do i love at-homes products so I don't have the problems that some people seem to have with them. I was actually playing my Legends flashback last night for a couple of hours. Just so I really like what they do. But this Sega Mini is Sega themselves making this console, okay? So it's an actually Sega-branded Sega Genesis, you know. Just like the Nintendo Mini and the Super Nintendo Mini, or Classic, were in 17 and 18. Was that 18? I'm sorry, it was 17. Um, here we have this, you know, and it's super cool. It is so cool. Um, and they got a great library of games on it. I can't wait to get it. I'm, I'm not totally irresponsible. I'm not going to take a day off of work to go buy the thing. And I'm cheating because I don't have to. I generally get off at 7 a.m. in the morning. I'm going to come home change clothes and go right out to target and buy one when the store opens <laughs> i can't wait to get it um one cool thing about it and i don't think they're doing this in america sadly but in japan 
Sega is making these cool accessories for it to make the full tower. They're calling it, you know, the Mega Drive Tower Mini because it's, you know, in America, it's the Sega Genesis. Everywhere else, it's the Mega Drive. You can say that's stupid or clever, whatever you want. To, I, don't, I don't really care. They call it where they want to call it, you know. Um, it's the little plastic add-ons for a Sega CD, a 32X, and a cartridge that you can plug all into this thing. They don't work, mind you. It's just little accessories. It's just a, uh, they're just Genesis games on the Genesis Mini, not 32X games or Sega CD games. Sadly, I'd love to see that. Um, but you can make a whole replica of the little set, you know. It's silly. I know, I know it's totally silly, but it's to so cool. It's totally cool to have all that stuff, and I'd love to get it. And there's not just one cartridge. They're making a multitude of different little mini cartridges that don't work that you can plug into your Sega. And you can actually, if you don't have the full tower system, you can still plug those little cartridges into the Sega Mini, you know, into the Genesis Mini, the Mega Drive Mini, depending on where you're listening to this from. So you have, like, Streets of Rage or Bare Knuckle, depending on where you're from, or Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever game to stick into this thing. You know, that's so cool. So cool. Uh, I really want that. Another cool thing they're doing in a lot of Gachapon machines is, uh, you know, various Gachapon and Blind Bag series will do things like game controllers or whatever. Nintendo has a great blind series, capsule series, been going on for a few years. It's like, Many reproductions of the controllers, like the NES or Super NES, the 64, you know, the Wii U. You know, all the different little controllers they've had, little keychain figure, well, not figures, little PVC miniatures of the controllers that you can get. Stuff like that's not uncommon, especially in, like, Gachapon or Blind Bags. And they've got a cool uh, Sega series like that as well for the Sega ones. I hope those find their way to blind bags here in America. We don't really have gachapon machines. I mean, you might go to a odd comic or anime shop that has a few of them set up. And those are cool enough. I used to go to a, a comic shop that did have some set up, and I think I cleared out their Transformers machine where they had from the uh, 2007 Transformers movie these cool little keychain figures that, uh, it was like their SD and you could it was like a nesting doll type figure it's like a little rubber sd figure of the robot and you push out the bottom it's vehicle mode like it was a separate little toy that popped out and it's it connected by a string I, I i think i cleared out that machine which ended up with me getting a bunch of bone crushers which fine i dug bone crusher but that was a lot of fun i hope these sega ones find their way to at least blind bags here in america you guys know i love my blind bag toys if i had gachapon machines i'd be hitting those up regularly too it's probably for the best i don't because Probably like late on my rent every month if those are available. I'm kidding. I'm not that irresponsible. But it'd be super tempting, you know. Um, they also have a cool... I think I saw them described as book covers. But I think they're just zip-over pockets that you could probably put something... Put whatever you want in of different Sega consoles like the Saturn, the Genesis, or the Master System or whatever. They're selling those out of Gachapon machines. Man, I wish those found their way here, too. I actually have plans. And I'm not going to go into complete details how I plan to do it. Because I'm going to present it as a... Uh, it's going to be on my Instagram. And I'll share it, of course, on my uh, on zone base proper. Of a cool blind bag thing I'm doing in the coming weeks. I'm not going into too many details now. Because details could change by the time it happens, you know. Uh, and I don't want to do go into too much either because I don't want to set a date and not be able to follow it because I'm kind of waiting on availability in my area stuff. But I'm going to do a cool blind bag feature here soonish. It'll probably be more fun for me than readers or anything. But keep checking my Instagram at RoboRobSpringer or, you know, just straight up zonebase.org because my Instagram is on the web version of the site. Not the mobile version. If, if you're using the mobile version, you can click the little thing at the bottom to show you the full web version. I got the Instagram widget there showing you latest Instagram pics. But I'm going to share this too on the site. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be cool. Probably more cool for me than you, but hopefully if you dig it, you'll dig this. And that's all I'm going to say. Cause I, it's going to happen when it happens. You know, It's one of those things. Not to mention, I don't want none of y'all stealing my idea. My idea. 
I said that super southern. I, uh, I'm told I don't have much of a southern accent, but I hear it here and there. So considering I'm from the south, it's only natural, I suppose. Some people have a chip on their shoulder about these things. I remember when I was uh, 16 working at McDonald's, and I was ringing up a customer. And um, <clears throat> the guy told me his order, and I repeated his order. I was like, will that be all, sir? And he was like, yeah. Was that a southern accent I heard? And I was like, well, you're in Georgia. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Now, the meat and potatoes of this month's show is something I wanted to talk about, and that would be this year's Walgreens exclusives. I don't know the complete list of what all exclusives will be at Walgreens, so don't think it's that type of show, but I'm going to talk about two in particular. I'll start off with Power Rangers, just because I'm fresh off of Ranger Stop. Went to that Power Rangers convention in June, just a week or two, about a week ago. Um feels longer ago than that. You can check out zonebase.org, my post on that. Um, I'll start off on that just because it's fresh in my mind. And they have, for Walgreens, let me let me rearrange the way I'm saying this. Walgreens each year has their different toy exclusives. And I totally dig it. I really like going to Walgreens. I love Walgreens. I love the store. I like going in there shopping. I like to go there and just pop in occasionally and see what they got, you know. Always make sure I get a soda or something, at least to support the store. I'm not just walking around not buying anything, you know. And um, generally around fall, just in time for Christmas, they have a bunch of toy exclusives. And this year, they got two. They got a Transformers and Power Ranger exclusive. They always have a past couple of years. They've had a Transformers exclusive, and they've had a Power Ranger exclusive before too. But I'm just kind of focus on this one real quick, and that's for the brand new Hasbro Lightning Collection for their Power Rangers stuff. They're doing the Dragon Shield Black Ranger. That looks totally cool. Um, there hasn't been a lot of Dragon Shield Black Ranger toys, to my knowledge. I know Imaginex definitely did one, which was cool. The Black Ranger really only wore the Dragon Shield in like an episode, I think. I only remember from that one episode. I, I don't follow the comics, or it could be an appearance or two in the comics of it. But he definitely, Zach definitely put Tommy's shield on in an episode. And it just it matched the outfit. And these lightning collections, I don't have any yet. I've been buying Hasbro's Beast Morpher action figures. And I've been buying the Micromorphers. I really want the Fisher-Price Rangers selection. And they haven't showed up here yet. I'm really, really really having a hard time being patient for those. I, I probably sounded slightly annoyed there because I'm starting to get a little annoyed about it, which is useless. There's no reason to get annoyed about these things, especially when it's like, it'll, it'll get here, <laughs> you know, but I'm really having a hard time being patient for them. But I haven't got any lightning uh, collection figures yet. I've seen them. I think they're really cool. I will eventually get the Tommy one. I, I'm having a hard time not buying them already because it was just Christmas in 2017. One of my presents for my wife was the Bondi. Um, what do they call that collection? Their uh, Legacy? Yeah, Legacy collection. She got me the White Ranger for that. So I'm like, you know, I've got a premium White Ranger here that's still relatively new. I feel weird getting another one so soon. But I'll eventually get that. I wish they'd do a green one because I'd totally like to get the green one. to a little variety there. You know, be as predictable as I am, Mighty Morphin's my favorite Ranger series, and Tommy's, you know, my favorite one of them, so of course I'd like to get his figures, you know. So I'd really like to get a green lightning figure. I'm sure they're going to do it. You know, they gotta. But um, <clears throat> I want to get Lord Zed. I definitely want to get Lord Zed. And I definitely want to get Goldar. I think he's going to be GameStop exclusive. Um, I'm going to be completely arrogant here. I haven't got... I didn't pre-order... Uh, the Ghostbusters GameStop exclusive. Because I know in a couple of months here, all my GameStops are just going to be sitting around. My GameStops are... I, I'm the oddity, I guess, because I hear GameStop's not doing so well. My GameStops always have a lot of customers, and their toys seem to flow pretty well. I still see the Bumblebee GameStop exclusive at mine, so I shouldn't have a problem getting the uh, Ghostbuster one. If not, I'll order one. No big deal. But uh, the Goldar one, I'm expecting to snatch him up at my local GameStop when he shows up. Um, but this Walgreens exclusive looks really cool. I'm definitely planning to get it. 
Definitely plan to get it. I like the Black Ranger costume a lot. The Mammoth. It just look the Mastodon, excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> um, actually, in Zoo Ranger, I think he specifically a Mammoth and, and, and Power Rangers, I think they were like Mastodon to make it sound more cool, I guess. But it's just a cool looking costume, you know, and getting a figure that'll be great. And not just any figure, but with the dragon shield, I think that'll be totally cool. That's a totally cool Walgreens exclusive. Now, their other exclusive, I guess I kind of sort of broke the news earlier in the year or so that was going to happen. You know, I have my uh, Walgreens connection, and usually with these exclusives, when he lets me know of one, I'll post it on Zone Base. This past time, I just went ahead and forwarded it to Rob Clay at T Formers because I just wasn't able at the time to do a post. I was like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and straight share it. You know, and <laughs> it's funny. Even 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 other news sites or whatever that get window don't make sure say zone base guy because they know where it came from. You know, uh, I'm not honking my own horn here. I'm just you know I've talked about in the past is what I'm basically trying to say. Um, it was Ratchet Siege Ratchet? Uh, he'll be coming out this fall also. And like I said, I, I shared that info when I first got to T Formers. So check out T-Formers, where that is. Um, and now, pictures are starting to come out. I guess, I think they, they showed up on Reddit. Was it Reddit? Whatever. Um, it's hard to hard to say some of these things where they first start from because they get sh posted on all these different news sites and groups and all sorts of places. You see it a million times, you know what I mean? But... Um, is Ratchet from Siege. I've seen, finally seen the pictures of him. And I'm totally down. I'm totally down. I was down from the beginning. Because like I said. Actually here before. I like Ratchet more than Ironhide. And of course it's the Ironhide mold. But I like Ratchet better. I like that ambulance deco. Just like I like a good police deco. That ambulance deco just looks great. You know. Not to mention. Um, when Transformers was just starting out. When I was a kid. Before the cartoon was really in my area, we were getting the comic books, you know. And Ratchet was very heavily featured in those early issues. And at the time, um, you know, I was a child. I was born in Alabama. I was born in Decatur, Alabama. And we moved here right after I finished the first grade. Like, I went to kinder, like, you know, preschool, I guess, kindergarten, first grade. And right as first grade was wrapping up, we moved to Georgia, to the Atlanta area, you know. Actually, we moved to Statesboro. We lived in Statesboro for a few years before we moved to the Atlanta area. And, <clears throat> pardon me, between me coughing, and you guys can probably hear the yard people outside mowing the grass, <laughs> it's probably a noisy episode. I apologize. Uh, you hear them out there? The only reason I'm pointing them out is, you know, they'll, they'll mow the grass... They'll prune the bushes and all the landscaping. It's really nice looking, you know. But last time they, when they pruned the bushes, they left the undergrowth. And Saturday, Sunday, it was Sunday. My wife and I went out for groceries Sunday morning to pick up our order and whatever shopping. Now, undergrowth is starting to get kind of long and look like little monster tentacles reaching out to grab you. And we're pointing it out. And I hear him out there. He's on the... That riding lawnmower thing, you know, you know, you know, when you see a landscaper at work, they got that specific riding lawnmower only they have where they, they're standing on the platform and they're driving it around. I bet he's not even thinking about getting those weird tentacle undergrowths. I might have to say something, not to him because he'll just tell me to f off and keep by his business, but to whoever's in charge, like, hey man, they're tripping over these things. But um, I digress. When I was a kid. And we were moving here, well, moving to Statesboro, and we were getting those comics. And I remember specifically a couple of issues, reading them back to back over and over again, kind of just looking at the art sometimes or whatever. And Ratchet was really heavily featured in those early issues. And I think that's probably why I have such a stronger connection to Ratchet than Ironhide, perhaps. But I always really like just Ratchet anyway better because... Hey, I like that deco. I like that police deco. I like that ambulance deco. You know, I like Red Alert better in Sideswipe because of that cool fire 
is, I guess, fire chief deco on the car, you know, with the, the siren bar and all that. It looks cool to me, you know. And Ratchet is, like I said, it's the iron hide mold with uh, the siren bar. And does he have a different head? I'm blanking on that part. I think he does. But it's the, the Siege Ratchet mold. And, <clears throat> pardon me, of course he's in a, a Ratchet, uh, an ambulance deco. He's mostly white. He doesn't have, he's mostly white with red um, colors here and there, you know. Some people have expressed displeasure at that, wishing he had gray parts to break it all up. Go figure. <laughs> um, I totally dig it. I think it looks great. I can't wait to get it. That fall Walgreens exclusive at least for Transformers, and, you know, I'm going to add uh, Zact from Power Rangers to it as well, as well this year. That's, like, one of the things I look forward to each year. I, um, my last BotCon I went to was in 2010, and, and I've been to other Transformers conventions since then and all that, but it was, like, prior then, before uh, Fun Pub came in, when 3H was running things, that BotCon exclusive was like a highlight of the year for me. And I think in my mind, however crazy it might work, uh, and the relation to this, that Walgreens annual exclusive has kind of taken that place for me. Like, that's the exclusive all year I'm looking forward to. Like, like oh, I can't wait. You know, um thanks to my connection, I know what's going to be ahead of time. And that's certainly cool. It's nice to be on that inside track a little. I don't think I want to be on the inside tip of everything all the time because I like to have the surprises throughout the year, you know. But it's cool to know this one. feel like I'm, I'm in on something, you know. <clears throat> and having it in fall, which is like Halloween time. <clears throat> Pardon me for the cough, sorry. Having it there in uh, fall, my favorite time of year, it's a plus, you know. Last year, when uh, Retgar showed up, I totally, um, usually I get these guys right for Halloween, like November. I got I got Retgar like a week or two before Halloween, and that was super special for me. I had went, I had got off work early the Friday night before, so my wife and I could take a trip to a pumpkin patch have a cool just all day fun fest with Halloween like we went to this pumpkin patch spent a day there then we went to this um courthouse in a nearby town that always has a big jack-o'-lantern contest and they have the have the this, they have the older courthouse they no longer use the new courthouse they've been using for the past geez 15 years is across the street and use this old one for just like recreational events and they had set up there all these jack-o'-lanterns. They do this every year. They just cover it with jack-o'-lanterns. Like people, it's a contest. You know, it goes all around. It's really fun. And then they have a fall festival there. Um, a radio station, a local radio station I listen to, is in the town square right by it. And they set up a little thing there too. And they'll do like a screen on the green type movie thing with selling hot cider and all that, you know. They make a big thing of it there, you know. And, you know, we went to Spirit we got the, uh, every year we get the Starbucks Halloween frap. This year, last year's wasn't as great. It was the Witch's Brew. It tasted good, but how these seeds in it, it's kind of hard to drink. Hopefully this year's is better. But we'd stop there and we're on our way to the pumpkin patch. It was a few towns over. It's like maybe about an hour's drive away. And we were going to stop at Smash Burger to get some food before we went to the pumpkin patch. We wouldn't be hungry, you know? And I was like, hey, there's Walgreens here. Do you mind if I run in real quick? Sure as crap, there was Retgar. And Retgar, his colors matched the season. It's totally cool. It's totally rad. Totally happy. This year is Ratchet. Uh, Ratchet's not in a very fall-friendly color set I recognize. But I'm still totally digging it. That white and red look great. I, I love Siege. I... uh I don't know where Siege rates in Transformers toy line hierarchy to me right now. Um, I had been saying for the longest that Titan Return is like my favorite Transformers series post Beast Wars. And that's been true. But I really like Siege so much. I'm wondering where it takes place in that hierarchy. I really, 
a lot of people say they don't like Siege and they're the first people to get the Siege toys. So I guess if you really don't like Siege, you're first to get them. I really love them and I get them when my store gets them. I'm pretty patient with the stuff. You know, they're going to get here when they're good here. There's no reason to buy stolen ones or whatever like a lot of people do. Um, just I, I wait for them to show up, you know. Um, I'm joking, of course. A lot of people buy them ahead of time and pay pretty exorbitant prices. And I'm just patient enough for them to show up at Target or Walmart, you know. And they, they will. I don't have a problem getting things, fortunately. Some people do. I uh, I did last yeah, last month had the Cybertron Optimus Siege toy in hand at Target. And they weren't allowed to ring me up where he was put out early or whatever. No use yelling at the customer, the service person, because it's not their fault. Although it is pretty annoying. It was like, why is something on a shelf and I can't buy it? Why, in what world does this make sense? But I guess things happen. Um, so I'm being patient to wait. Wait for him. I think it's the end of July when they'll be all out. And that's this month. You know, it's not the biggest known world to wait. Um, I can't wait. I, I've been really loving the Weapon Masters and Battle... Not Weapon Masters, excuse me, Weaponizers. And Battle Masters and Micro Masters. You guys know zonebase.org. Of course, I'm going to have a thing for Micro Masters. Um, I love all the stuff so far. I, I, I do not see one thing to complain about. I think the closest I've had to complain about is not enjoying some of the transformations. Like, I really liked Hound. I didn't like transforming them. I think Starscream at this point is the one I like the least. And that's just transformation and just my own nitpicks, you know. But I've been really loving Siege. And Ratchet, I cannot wait to get it. I like that. I like the Cybertronian-based vehicle modes. I know a common complaint is that they're not Cybertronian enough and I don't share that opinion. I think they look great. I especially like uh, side swipes. It, it looks like his Earth car mode, but still being kind of spacey. That's super cool to me. And I like the, what do you call that? That tech detail on the toy, all those tech lines and all that. I think that looks awesome. I really dig that. You know, nothing is wrong with Transformers when they don't have that. But this adds a nice level of detail that I just dig. I've seen a lot of people complaining about that. I've seen a lot of people complaining that water's wet. I've seen a lot of people complaining that Arby's doesn't sell cheeseburgers. Those people are kind of behind on things. I, I've seen a lot of just, just I see a lot of complaints online. That it is what it is. But no one gets to enjoy something for me but me. And that same goes for you. No one gets to enjoy something for you but you, you know. So if you don't enjoy something, you know, fair is fair, whatever. But if you do enjoy something, the people that don't really don't get to say so in it, now do they? You know, I see like um, people complaining at, why is there a, another Astro Train coming out in Siege? We just got one in Titan's Return. And I'm like, who's this we? I've got an Astro Train from Titan's Return. Do you got one too? I guess we both own a Titan's Return Astro Train. Who's this we? <laughs> I would like another Astro Train. I love Astro Train. And last week, uh, the images came out of Titan's Return leader Astro Train and Ape Face and Getaway made from the Ironhide mold. These are really cool looking toys, and I'm super excited to get them. I am so excited to get them. They're Spinister. Spinister is in this batch. He looks awesome. Why wouldn't I love these things? Because someone else doesn't like them? That's not how things work. That's not how the real world works. And that's where I live. I don't live in some imaginary world where someone else's opinion of leisure time activities has weight on my own. You know, I don't live in that world. You know, I when someone says, we already got an Astro Train, I'm like, I have a lot of Astro Trains. I don't know about this Wii business. You don't own any of them. I mean, well, you might own the ones you own, but you don't own the ones I own. I, I own my Astro Trains. Who's this we? Who's this we that already got one? Because <laughs> I, Rob, have a lot of Astro Trains. And a lot of people will be like, will this be your Astro Train? I'm like, all these are my Astro Train. What is this conversation some people have that I don't understand? Some, some people say, that can be my, this one's not my Megatron. Maybe, is it your Megatron? I'm like, 
All them, I have a couple of hundred Megatrons. Every single one of them is mine. I bought them. I, I bought them. My, my air conditioning just came on. And I'm wondering how many people paid that air conditioning bill to have weight and to say, <laughs> we already got an Astro Train. I got an Astro Train. I, did you get one too? I don't understand why people say this stuff. Or do we really need another Astro Train? I don't need any of this. This is this is a hobby. I need food, water, and like work. <laughs> those those are needs. I need to I need to pay for a roof over my head. I need to pay for food. You know, I don't need to pay for this stuff. I pay for it because I want it, and I really, really, really want that new Astro Train. That looks awesome. I really I think it was funny they did the whole fan vote thing Hasbro and Spinister was one of the guys and I was all like yes yeah, Spinister let's do Spinister you guys are making Wheeljack already who you think you're getting and the thing is with these fan vote things you know they're um, you know they're kind of a PR thing you know they're, they're making the toy already because Spinister was unveiled a week later you know um they're going to make what they're going to make. You know, these these fan votes, I guess, are just a clever marketing ploy. And it works. It's fun to do it, you know. Um, but when they unveiled those, man. From the four-day involved, Ape Face and Astro Chain have really caught my attention. Those look great. I can't wait to get them. I love Siege. Um, it looks like the newer releases, they're getting away from the... Battle damage deco. I don't know if it's really battle damage. They just look kind of dirty. Like, you know, they got some paint wear and they, they got some dirt on them. And I never cared before. I thought that looked pretty neat as is. I remember for the longest, that kind of thing was seen as a plus. I remember when King Atlas came out, that kind of paint wash they did to bring out his sculpted in details was really well received. And now it's not with Siege for whatever reason. And once again, your opinions are. If you don't like it, whatever, you know. I hardly notice it. And I'm not saying that to be cool or anything, because you're not cool liking Transformers. You have a hobby, you know. It doesn't make you cool. You're cool if you're cool. I'm not cool. I'm like a 41-year-old guy. I'm totally not cool. Um, I hardly notice the, uh, that Deco the battle damage deco stuff as is and what i did notice of it i just thought it was a cool detail work so if it's not in the newer toys whatever but if it's in there whatever i liked it either way you know but i think i want what i'm trying to say here is i really like ape face and i really like astro train and i can't wait to get ratchet at walgreens i'm san diego comic con is around the corner and I'm sure they'll show what's going to follow Siege. You know, they um, Transformers used to be a... The series generally followed an 18-month lifespan. And starting with uh, Power of the Primes, it's fallen into more of a year lifespan. Whatever, you know. So whatever follows Siege, I hope is as good as Siege. At least to me. If you didn't like Siege, I hope it's better for you so you can enjoy it better. But for me, man, I dig Siege. And if this is the tail end of the line, it looks like it's going out with a bang. And I guess it's next year when that Netflix animated series is going to start up. I'm really looking forward to that, too. I like cartoon shows. So that, man, that's just Siege of my wallet. <laughs> Well, I think I've rambled on long enough here. I think I need to... I have some things I need to do that I'm blanking on right now, so I should probably remember what I have to do. I got some... Yeah, I got some chores I need to do. I can't remember what they are now. Huh. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you so very much. Transform Squadron is the podcast of ZoneBase.org. ZoneBase can be found at www. Don't forget those. They're super important. ZoneBase.org. And me, my name's Rob. ZoneBase is me. You know, that's just me writing those. But you can also find me on Instagram at, that's a little swirly A. We used to call it an ampersand. 
and now it's an at. Robo Rob Springer. There's a link to my Instagram on the front page of Zonebase, but you won't see it if you use the web version. So if you use the web version exclusively and you use Instagram, it's at Robo Rob Springer. Transform Squadron, the podcast of Zonebase.org, can be found on the tfradio.net network. And that can be found at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there, if you could check out those Amazon links, Brian Kilby would very much appreciate you. That's, a, that's, that's how he supports running the network, and he asks you to check those out. And if you could do that, that'd be so awesome of you. Recently, Transform Squadron can be found on iHeartRadio through their podcasts. And if you're listening to me there, thank you so much for listening. I, I looked at the feed, and it looks like, you know, Brian Kilby used the uh, Being Awesome feed to host Transform Squadron, and that's totally fine. But the feed on iHeartRadio seems to show the entirety of Being Awesome, my prior show that I had done stopped doing for almost an entire year before I started this one up. Its entirety is there. I don't know if you like it or not. I, some people said it was boring and unorganized. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I've been doing Transform Squadron for almost a year now. So there's probably a few episodes there on iHeartRadio. But if you'd like to listen to the rest of them, check out tfradio.net. That's where they're all hosted at. Okay? Thanks so much for listening. I'm going to get out of here and figure out what that is I needed to get doing. So check you guys out later. I'll be back in August. Hope you guys enjoy Stranger Things. Hope you guys check out God Beast. Hope you guys have a great summer. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye. I'm trying to find a stop. There's the stop button.